Okay, so this is like, you know, around that time after um, leaving Greenhouse, Gadget called me to the studio. I was like, I guess maybe like a month of just like freelancing and I actually went, because I used to DJ at strip clubs back in the day on the side. Okay, so what? Went, yeah, yeah, so I went back to DJ, like I, went, I was working at Free Your Eyes Only for a little stint there, right? I even used to take the money, because I'm bondable. That's why Trevis, I used to like, I know it wasn't only the old sap cop, I used to be able to, they used to send me to the bank for money, right? I'd like go to the bank with like $300,000, mm-hmm. $200,000, whether it's checks, cash, Bonds, OSAP, whatever. Here's half a million bucks. Take it to where it's supposed to go. Like I'm trustworthy, right? Right. So, same with the you know the club. So I you know go with the guy, drive him there. We bring the money in. So I was working over there. I kind of hated it because I felt like you know <laughs> you see all this. Fuck. You see all this transaction again. <laughs> Fucking like transaction. It's like where, what am I doing now, right? And the gadget right? hit me yeah. up and said, "Come by the office." Which was across from where Soundproof still was. Soundproof is still there, but it hadn't been like torn down yet. Or okay. I would still use it once in a while. The business was changing or something, you know. Um, so, Gadget brings me. So, Chris was in this building on Camden that had five floors and he was on the top floor. They basically had like a fancy office. It would always be not fancy like marble, but I mean, like, it was. You know, decorated nice. And stuff. Right. They were known, you know, they look, everybody dressed nice. Exactly. And, you know, it was presentable, right? So, and they had the whole floor. So, Gadget, I went in and was seeing what's up. And, blah, blah, blah. and I think he was cussing me out, too. Right? <laughs> something <laughs> something like that. Right. Oh, something, I don't know. It's like a fucking constant, right? <coughs> so, excuse me. He brings me downstairs to the next floor and, he, and we walk in. I don't even know what's going on at this point. It's not like he said, hey, come over for this. He just said, come by. Kind of thing. It's like, you know, it's like pops. I'm like, oh, go check him. I probably haven't checked him in a while. Who knows, right? Right. Okay. So, so he brings me down there and he walks in. And he walks. It's like big, empty, empty floor, basically. And I'm like, kind of like, what the fuck are we doing here? Right? Yeah, what's right. what's, what's up? What this? What you brought me here? Show me empty floor. Like he's like, where do you want to put the control room? And I'm like, for what? What do you mean the control room? We're to build a studio. And I'm like, we. Right? Looking around. He's we, like, no, we. you're building it. And I'm like, me. Right? Like, what are you talking about? So I fuck. That's when I find out. Okay, so they had got they had a, a, a label. Chris evolved and got a label. Okay. Blacksmith Entertainment. That's right, yeah. Right, through Universal. Um, and they wanted to have a studio. The idea was to, you know, just build our own studio because we already had the equipment. And, you know, it's right. He wanted to build like a Motown, right? And Chris wanted his Motown, right? The studio there, the, yeah, the so office there. You know, he's, he's never in the country anyway. He's always flying around the world. Like, you know, he knows everybody. So, I built the studio, me and Les. Okay. During the building of that studio, um, I called Trebus because my boy Lindsay, shout out to Lindsay, who worked there, who also assisted for Gadget, came up under Gadget. Okay. Who ended up working for Steinberg, doing tons of records. He's on like probably Drake Records and different. If you go to check credits, Lindsay Warner is out there. Okay. Anything with Gadget, he's like another, you know, he just. I don't know, he has a different, his path is a little different than, say, mine, or 40s, or Tyson, but he's part of that family, right? Okay, cool. And 
So uh, I called Lindsay because he was working in the school still. And I told him, like, you know, I need some assistance. So he sent over a bunch of guys. And one of them was 40. Wow, okay. Right. The first time I met 40. So I'm like. Yeah. Deep at this time, so was Forty going to school there? Is this the? I think he was going like first semester. Okay. And like the first memory I have of him was like, because I have four guys, I don't know who they are, right? But you know, I'll get into it. But I was installing carpet in the lounge, and I made those guys install carpet. <laughs> and I was like, gadget batted me up, so you know, I wasn't going to be the nicest. Not that I'm an asshole, but like you know, I'm, I want to, you know, I've taught a few guys over time too, right? You know, like, okay. and it, not to say teaching them, like, say, certain things. I mean, like, there's other levels to this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's little things. You know what I mean? Like, I back then I used to do my, my, my uh, tree and coffee thing because you eat up food. I have a, a rules of engagement for studio flex and for staying awake. If you're not gonna sleep and you're gonna really do this, and I get hard on myself now because I'm old and I fucking have a hard time even doing this, so I. I do it in a different way, but back then I didn't sleep and I was younger, so I had to flex rules of engagement yeah. okay, to survive. Break it down. Break okay? it down. If you want to <laughs> break it down and not sleep in the studio, you must follow these simple rules. Not right. many of them. You must shower and keep fresh. Okay. Always. Always. If you haven't showered in ten hours, even five, sometimes I just I go hold the fresh just to feel better and get a dex wave. Yeah. Okay. Even here while I'm working home. Right? Okay. I always mandatory need a studio to have a shower now mm-hmm. if I'm going to be grinding out. right? Because so you, you got to be fresh. Yes. you got to feel good. If you don't stay fresh, you will get like grimy yes. and sweaty, and that will make you tired, and you will guaranteed fall asleep from it. Okay. It will yes. be one of those elements that will make you fall asleep. Okay. Number two. Number two. <laughs> I love food. it. Food. Food. You okay. got to eat. You got to constantly eat. Okay? If you don't, you'll get tired and lose energy, especially when you're working on songs. You're using your ears, listening, you're on a computer, you're touching gear, you gotta deal with artists. No matter if you're mixing or recording, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay? Number three, that may not apply for everybody, some of these things, right? But they're general concepts, okay? Like, you can, there's a couple you might be able to, like, I don't know if you can, but you can decide. Okay. Okay, um, I. Not so much now for me because I'm off coffee. I used to always drink coffee, but I used to drink like tons of coffee. Yeah. Okay? okay. Now I drink tea, which has caffeine, but yeah. I'm trying to get off coffee for other reasons. I've been off coffee for like three, four, five years almost. Wow. Okay. okay. So coffee, that was a big part, right? Or tea, and I still do the tea thing. It's part of my ritual. Okay. Right? Um, the ganja. Rule number Very four. <laughs> you got You know, back then I would smoke a lot of weed. So now it's different. My life's a little different. I don't really smoke like that. But back then I would always smoke my face off. I have like, you know, if you if you know if you were there, you know, I used to smoke with the best. Yeah. Okay. I was always smoking. It's not just like the biggest blunt. It's constant. How many? It's like people. How many? How much did you smoke today? Oh, Wow. 25, 30 blunts, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. what's the big deal? I used to ask people that question all the time, how, especially like Red Man or certain men, you know, how much weed do you think you smoke in a year? Right, think about that, a real herbs man, I talk of herbs man, yeah, yeah. like right. real ganja man, no, not, no, no 
dispensary boy entitled little yeah. privilege yeah. out post all them. I talk about big man, old man things, like ganja man things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, real yeah. shit dog. Smokers. Cause yeah. I know about that. You know what I'm saying? And and before all this hydro and kush. Yep. Right? Sensibilia. <laughs> right? So so the weed. Cause weed has people like I argue with people about time. It's still a medicine, uh, especially in my culture. They don't, you know, it's a drug. It's like in the states, it's like a narcotic, right? Like right. some states, like, but it's a medicine. Mm-hmm. It's like any medicine. You don't abuse medicine. Now it was abusing it back then, but it was different reasons, right? So right. the weed was important. Is what I'm getting at. Okay. Um, the next one would be punani. You need to get some punani. Okay, okay. all right, all right. Get some pom pom in there yes. because if you're gonna go, say it's been a day or two late. Like I already like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, um, you know, how do I say this? I'm a coxman already, so right, so we need we need we need some of that. You know, I need to go like. You know, going a flex, right? I always, you know, going a flex, come back. You feel refreshing. Refresh. Now, if you're a woman, it might be like you need some whatever. It's you need sex. You need revive. Sex revives you, right? Because then you go hold a fresh. She cook your food. You leave home. You go back to the studio. You, you took an hour or two hours. You're back. I'm yeah. I'm mixing like I never needed. Because I, uh, I used to get up, be like, yo, I've been up for four days. I mixed five songs, recorded yeah. ten. Like, you know, it was like a thing, right? That was my drug, right? So, those were like my. And fresh clothes is another one. Studio essential, right? That's the other one. Fresh clothes. You gotta have fresh clothes because if you keep wearing, because I'm a guy like this, I don't like to wake up in the same clothes and wear those clothes all day. I'll feel tired and grimy, even if I shower. The only thing that saved them is a dryer. Okay, but that's why I would go buy new clothes. Okay, so it's a thing. Like you need those things, otherwise you're gonna fall asleep. You know, you gotta eat. You gotta shower. You gotta have energy. Right. You gotta take breaks. You gotta give your ears breaks too. But those are basically the keys. I mean, some of them might be obvious, but they're not. You would be surprised how fast you would forget that. Yo, I fucking I didn't eat dinner. Like I did oh, it yesterday. I did it yesterday. It fucked me up. Right last night. Right. right. Because I was on the road. I was doing so much. I went to a funeral. Like it was I, I was on. I was going. I usually go to bed about six seven a.m. So I had to get up. Friday or yesterday, whatever. I had to get up the time I usually go to bed, and I was on the road doing shit all day oh, until like midnight. And then I was overtired. And I didn't eat properly because I was doing so much, right? So like it, you know, it's a big deal, right? Um, so yeah, so I used to teach some guys stuff like that, and, and you know, we would go through it. So that's how I met. A forty was like. So they sent the said four guys. They sent the four. They sent four guys. I still talk to some of them. Um, forty and I became like, you know, he's, I consider him like a brother, like socks, and you know, we he saved my life many times. I've saved his life a couple times, probably. You know, it was like, you know, he's actually, you know, when I look back, he's become like. You know, if we if you go from that, you never know how you're gonna meet people or what kind of relationship right. you're gonna have, right? So I mean, from that point on, we went through a lot of stuff together. We started doing records. Like I started throwing him in because things were fucking. You know, I had gadget oh, stuff and blowing. there was stuff going on within the company where yeah, I, I was disgruntled and I would just throw him. Okay, you're doing the session, bro. 
Tell right? me, I mean, the story, Divine Brown, right? <laughs> well, I throw over the Divine Brown. So Divine Brown was signed to Blacksmith. The Jellystone was, so we were doing a bunch of different records, and I was just starting throwing him in. And I was getting frustrated. This is another, um, like, fork in the road was I was getting frustrated with the industry. The industry, yeah. Because we had so many close calls and we weren't breaking the ceiling, you know? Exactly. We had Jelly, Jelly, even though if I didn't record him when he came out, buy me happiness, that was my brethren right. that I'm working with and cheering for. And he's almost breaking through socks. There's all these different chaos was busting, you know? We were doing tons Party, of records. Yeah. I just got like nominated for like the Glenn Lewis record, best for Grammy for best, yeah. not me for engineering, but a record I worked on got, got nominated for yeah. a Grammy yeah. Award. That was like that was unheard of to me, right? Like. Me, some kid from Scarborough, can't play an instrument. You know what I'm saying? What am I doing? Fucking, um, you know what I'm saying? Like on an album that's in the Grammys. Yeah, know? like that's unheard of for me. Yeah. So at that time, that was like wow, right? So I know probably Noah looked up to me, and and you know he was like sometimes probably happy to have me there as a buffer because you know Gadget used to bat him up too, man. I remember Gadget throwing a fucking keyboard at at Lindsay. You know, I mean, like Gadget was, like Gadget's not the easiest guy to deal with, right? Like he has his fucking things too, right? I call them Gadgetisms, right? Gadgetisms. So, so now I started. We were doing all these records. Um, we went through hell mixing, you know. But he learned a lot. I learned a lot. We learned a lot together, right? Okay. Um, and we became like good friends. Word. Not just in the studio. And this, this is like just way before Drake. This is the Empire times. Just after that. Okay. Because my attitude was like, probably like, whatever, bro, you didn't do shit, right? Yeah. Which is fucked up because, you know, he ends up doing tons of shit, right? But hopefully, you know, that happens because of his experiences, not just with us, with whatever else he went and exactly. experienced, right? right. Like that made him better, mm -hmm. right? Because it's hard getting in. Like, what I went through and what he went through is not easy to get through that door, but to learn shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, so, we go through hell. Me and him, I have memories of me and him just trying to run away. Like, 40. You know, like, gadgets. <laughs> like, like, like I, one time I ran away. I was like, fuck you guys, I'm going home. Because we would do shit like camp out. Remember, we have money. Not us, but we have a company. Right. So, you know... Gads is a soldier, so he'd be like, oh, here's the credit card. I'll go get some fucking, some blow-up beds, some sleeping bags. We ain't leaving here for a week. Here's yeah. some food. We have, here's a list of what we got to do. And it's like real shit. We're doing real records, bro. We're not playing around like maybe the song will get out. By now, I've been doing records for a minute. Yeah. Right? Right? So it's, it's an experience, right? And we used that model later a few times. Actually, 40 did too. When we did nothing was the same. He was doing that shit camping out. We used to camp out at, at Metalworks, and so it was amazing yeah, yeah. to watch. Like, yeah, we were there. I was like, you know, almost right. all summer they were there. They were there for months. Yep. I was spend my time as a lead, but I'm like, this is awesome because that's the fun part sometimes. Right? I agree. Because the stakes are high, right? We don't know what's gonna happen, exactly. right? So anyway, um, I kind of got frustrated. One of my friends was murdered. I've had a lot of friends die. Uh, so I was like, I need always needed more money. So I took a part-time job DJing again at a strip club. Okay. Scarborough. It keeps coming around. Yeah, good old fucking uh, 
Caddies. Oh, caddies. Caddies. Hey. Bomb, 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 I remember 40, bomb. I remember 40 coming there one time and bringing my keys because I forgot there. my keys or something. Pippin <laughs> <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that, but that was a, uh, a fork in the road because, so, I always tell this story too. I was, I'm there, and the manager, somebody comes up to me and goes, "Okay, every like two or three girl, I want you to take the mop and go mop the stage." And I'm like, "What? I'm the DJ? Mop the stage?" I know, but you know, I'm like, "Why don't you get the bar back to do that?" Yeah, but you're right there, and I'm like, I found it demeaning. Because remember, from this hood, like Trudell, Gilder, that's where I grew up. My grandma lived near Trudell. I lived in Gilder. I stayed in the area. I knew everybody. I there would be like. My friends would be in the crowd, like you know, it might yeah. be like yeah. one man. Somebody's over there, he chops here, or does this, or a man's drinking. Yeah. Or gang guy came with friends, or so like, uh, well, I don't want, like they no whatever. I can take them making fun of me. That's not the problem. I just don't want to be on the fucking stage where the strippers are. Especially coming out from the booth. No, but I'm fucking at the top. Okay, what? But I'm a humble guy. You gotta think. I'm fucking. I do records. I'm working at a fucking label, doing shit. Nobody knows I have a part-time job. Who cares? It's just a few nights a week. It's extra money, right? Right. And I'm just taking it back. Yeah, it's funny, right? So, but here's the thing. This is what... I couldn't do it. Right? I couldn't do it. I mean, I did it that day, but then I was like, yo. That's when I decided I need to go to fucking New York. And just so I love, Yo, that's why I love going on straight. I did it like, straight, right? I mean, I did it that day still. Yeah. But, yo, never again. That was it. I was gone. So that's when you went to New York. Again, I was like, I'm going, I'm going to New York. Like, I'm just going. I'm that's not coming back. That's why you went to New York. So, yo, let's talk about that. Because you went out there and you did no, I was already going to New York, but now yeah, it's just yeah, like, I'm like, not coming. Yeah. But the thing was, you know, it was a mix of things. That I remember I gave up a lot of shit to go. So I was just like, you know what? I just got to go, you know? Um, but, you know, what it was with my friend dying made me think, like, you know, life's short, man. I know I got a lot of kids and this and that, but I'm not getting any younger. And by now I was like almost, what, 30, 31? Two and now when I got to New York, I'd be lying the other way, telling people I'm 28 because I could pass. Right. So that's what you don't care. Right. So, <laughs> so that's where I decided to do that, and it took a while. And I and see before that time, Socrates was signed signed to Gillhouse, which was Def Jam. Right. So we had a spot there anyway. That Socks had, and you know, it was already a thing. So we already going to New York. It's like it was we're right, already going to New York. We're always anyway. going to New York, anyway. but yeah. it was like we are, that was a, okay. Like was a setup. What am I doing here? Yeah. Why am I here? Why am I here working part time with this fucking shit? Life's too short. I don't want to fucking be forty or forty five and look back and go fuck. I should have. I should have made. Why didn't I try? I could have. Like who knows what could have happened. Right. Right. Tell them. Right. Right. And I used to joke if I if it doesn't work out, I'll come back and be a cop. <laughs> I'd be a dirty cop or just fucking get that regular money or yep. right. whatever. That's just a metaphor for be like fireman or something for like a, a, a fucking guy in the, you know, what do you call it? Orderly or like it's just a regular so, yeah. stable yeah. fucking good guy job, right? Right, yeah. Right? So, so I, I went. I went and 40 came with me. It actually saved my life. I, my life got saved a few times in New York, but the first was when I went. So the, the this is a fucking crazy, infamous story that, that only a few people have heard, but we'll put it out there. So, and you know, I hate because some there's some death involved. This there's always death around me. 
Okay. okay. Like if you notice me, right? There's a reason for that, but death is not the end. It's it's an, another beginning. So it's not like something to be scared of. So basically, I was supposed to stay in Queens, far Rockaway. That was the plan. Me and Socks were going down. Okay. So Socks just went down, and I was going to go down because he was you know working with Def Jam, Red Man. So I was like. Okay, cool. Like, I got, you know, I already have, it's not going to be hard for me to find work, you know? So, when I get there, I just got to get there. But I need a place to stay. So, my baby mother had a, a family in Queens, so I was supposed to stay there, rent a room, right? Forty was going to come with me for a week. And, uh, like, the last minute, remember, I gave up my apartment, I got rid of my cars, like, I put my shit in storage or just fucking yeah. left oh, yeah. no worries just let me go make shit happen right and uh, the last minute like a week before or something she called me and said that uh, that I can't stay there anymore I was gonna rent the room like not just stay there right right oh, my whole plan's fucked right but 40 being the nice guy that he is and a good friend Right, because he's a good friend. That's what I like about him. He's not that's the only thing, but that's one of the qualities that I really appreciate. Is because not everybody's like that. I have other friends that are like that. Where I'm like, yo, you're a good friend, right? right. You don't have to do that. You do that because you're a good person, right? So, being the guy that he is, he talked to me and oh, just just come. We'll go. Just I'll go with you. We'll go. You know what I mean? Like, well, even if you just go for a week, yeah. and come back. Like, don't let it stop you from going, going on, yeah. right? Because I was like, I'm leaving, saying goodbye to people, yeah. right? Like, it was like this hype, and then for right. me, to just, I was deflated. Like, what do you mean? I got nowhere to stay. What the fuck now, the fuck right? I'm not just going to go to some other, like, to New York with no plan. Like, that's fucking suicide, yeah, right? Yeah. So he convinced me to go anyway. So he was staying with friends of his. Okay. And basically he left, and I ended up staying with them. Like on the couch and then I ended up having a room there because it was a big loft in Brooklyn okay. they have all these lofts it's like Hipsterville you have the hood <laughs> Hipsterville yep. the barrio like it's just a mix and I would like so I, since I already know you New York I didn't have no problem walking through the hood or, yeah. I'm me if you know me I just like go anywhere nobody fucks with me yeah. nobody's ever yeah. fucked with me in New York ever yeah. in my life Ever, I've never had a problem. It's all love, no matter if I know them or not. Yep. I, mean, I don't know if it's a real recognized, real or a spirit it's thing. A or, it's it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, a vibe, thing. man. I'm not, thing. I'm not a bad mind person, so I'm not carrying that energy. I'm, I know sometimes I have, you know, if you know me, I can be a little bit of, a, you know, I have, my mom said it yesterday. You have a firecracker in your head. <laughs> Don't fuck with but me. I said that to one. No, but I said, Mom, I said, if you notice, I only snap if you fuck with me yeah. or you tell me something's wrong that I know is right or you do something wrong. Like, if you disrespect the elderly woman on the bus, exactly. I'll fucking eat your head off. Remember the street yeah. car. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. certain things are wrong, bro. Yeah. You have to have a, a balance and an ethical a compass. You can't be a fucking piece of shit. Right? Yeah. So, but I don't go out and cause trouble. Right? So I'm like, Mom, those are the, like, because she was telling me something was wrong. And I was like, yo, like, that's a table. You can't tell me it's not a fucking table. Unless you try to say, oh, it's a tree. But this one happens to be made to look like the actual tree. But if, if it was wood, like, that's not what we're talking about, though. Right? So, anyway, I'm in Brooklyn. What happens is, you know, I don't stay there. I stay there. I end up staying there for a bit, right? Until I... 
at, at um, our friend Morgan's, who ends up becoming a good friend with me. Right. I end up being close with everybody there. Mr. Morgan. No, not Mr. Morgan. Oh. Another guy named Morgan, oh, okay. who was 40s, like somebody went to high school. With, okay, cool. Right? And um, one of our friends dies, one of his best friends, while I'm there. That's a whole other. But what happens in this story was about a month or so later, the place where I was supposed to stay, my big mother's family, it catches on fire, electrical fire in the middle of the night, and burns down. Everybody dies, bro. So it was like the creator took me. I couldn't understand. Like I was so mad. Like I didn't know. Wow. I felt like my baby mother was lying to me. Like why would you tell me I can stay there when I can't? Were you calling my bluff because you didn't want me to leave? Or did they really say that? Because you don't want to call somebody a liar. Because yeah. she's not like a lying type of person. But I had a baby mother, my first baby mother, who was like used to lie about everything. So I'm already kind of weirded out about people, right? right, right. So. You know, so you're trying to figure out, you want to believe that somebody wouldn't do that. So I'm like, okay, well, she wouldn't do that. And because she's not that type of person. And then all these other things come in. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then that happens. And you're like, what the fuck? Right? And I can't make that story up. But, you know, and that kind of made me like, because I had a lot of protection down there. Right? So I ended up, um, you know, Stay in different places, you know, over time. You know, 40 came back. We used to, little X used to have a, or he probably still does, he has a brownstone in okay. Brooklyn, a flat, which apparently me and 40, I heard this from him, that somebody told us, me that we're legends there now because of some of the shit that's happened. Maybe more so him. I don't know about me. <laughs> right. I'm right. just saying, <laughs> they said us because we live there. We were like these. We were out of place, right? It's yeah. Flatbush. If you know Flatbush, I've been going there since '86. Yeah. So I know Flatbush. Right. So I don't yep. like feel out of pla- place. That's the thing about me. I don't know and about. Flatbush is like, like. I don't like feel like out of place with black people. I don't feel out of place in any scenario yeah. with any people. You could put me with aliens. But and, the thing is, and Flatbush, I'm cool. I like people. Flatbush, but if you're from Scarborough, from them called the Caribbean. Right. It's like that's what I'm saying. It's like home, right? It's like so. It's the same, right? So I don't. Feel out of place, so it's nothing to me, especially now later on. But but at the time, it's like, see, some people are like, I don't walk with fear. Some people are scared, especially people. And then there's racism, and people are racist, and both ways, and all kinds of shit comes up. But I don't walk like that, so you know, I don't mean physically walk. You know, I kind of I don't feel no way. And if you get to know me, then you see I'm cool, right? So like I used to walk around. X had a dog, a pit bull in the house, right? Because when me and Forty were staying there, um, he was renting the place. I was renting a room for a while, right? Because okay. I was going through crazy shit, working with Keith Murray, doing intellectual violence mixtape, and doing his record, and doing this, and being in Manhattan. I was doing shit, right? And and uh, um, so the X had this dog, a pit bull, Ori. And Ori had like a chain And they used to walk Ori around You know, I'm walking around Flatbush with a pit bull, right? It's like the Red Seas party Everybody's like, you know Certain man's like, yo So I'm like Not realizing I'm like I used to probably look like a madman (laughs) Who's this guy? Who's this guy walking around But I loved it around there Like I remember one time Coming home from the studio I think it was in the D-Train Or E-Train Or some D-Train probably And I get off at Parkside, man And I I know Taj and X were in town and I remember me and Forty always tell the story about our, our ghetto ass fucking Thanksgiving we had, right? Um, the Kraft dinner and hot dogs. <laughs> American yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. right? Kraft so, hot dogs, man. I'm like, 
coming back from the studio and I get off and it's like a you know a bar thing you know there's enough bars and yeah. Yeah. it's all fucking the 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 glass is all, you know, fogged out because Stone Love's playing and shit. And I get back to the house, I'm like, yo, Stone Love, like, that's that essence of New York where, like, you know, like, I can't, I used to tell people, like, if I get off a of Kennedy Station walk home, Stone Love's not playing at Rafferty's. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's the difference between America. You could, like, I remember, like, walking down the street in Manhattan and, oh, look, there's Christian Slater walked just by me. You know what I'm saying? You see people. Me and Sox are called being in the TV, right? So anyway, New York now, I I, um, I was down there again and just trying to like get on and do records Okay. again, you know what I mean? And just started doing everything I could, um, worked does around the time Red Gone Wild, right. which led me to do um, Keith Murray album, Rapmorphobia. My Rapmorphobia, that's all me. That's all me and Eric Sermon in the oh. Funk Dungeon. Right, okay. like where right. I recorded everything, I mixed everything. He, I think he mixed one song because I was being a fucking asshole that day okay. at the end or something. <laughs> and I fucking fled and went back to Brooklyn. Like we, me and Eric have got the thing where I, Eric, Eric Sermon, shout out to Eric Sermon and my old Death Squad crew. Those guys used to hold me down. Like Eric, that I call him my big brother because he saved my life too. But like. I could get in a fight with him. I'm the kind of guy, like, with you guys even, anybody, if you know me, I could get in a fight with you and forgive you and still be, like, they'll make us tighter or we won't talk ever again. Right. I don't mean a physical fight. It could be a physical fight. You know what I'm saying? But, so, E, you know, he that album was pretty much all him and me. Like, we didn't have a big budget, but we made it as dope as we could, right? Right. Like, I lived that album. Every once in a while, I go back and then I'll remember that the stuff that was going on. You know what I'm saying? It's like real personal. Like, I'm on that record. There's a song. See, the thing is, there's a Death Squad song on Rapmorphobia. Okay. That I recorded that I, I have vocals on. I'm in the chorus. If you listen to it, you hear me saying Death Squad. Okay. Kill a house. Like, I'm in, the, and then I'm yes. in the chorus on the vocal. Like, what I did was I mixed it was I mixed me with Redman whoever's on the chorus I don't think Eric's on the chorus Keith and Reggie and then okay. me and I mixed this all in together right like um, stacked and then I'm doing another tag in the chorus you have to hear the song mm-hmm. and you'll hear oh that's me but you, I'm in the other part of it so I'm actually so that song like I don't have credits obviously because I'm not an artist but on that song it's Redman Eric Sermon and Keith Murray and me as far as vocals right. so as a, so here's where we're going full circle now as an MC all my hip hop dreams my favorite crew being the hit squad which evolved into the death squad yeah. I'm you know on a record I'm on a record with them which wasn't even planned which only happened because when me and Keith were in, in the studio and he was listening to the beat writing the beat we are just sitting there and and what I like about dope about Keith and Keith is, Keith is like really a, a real close brother to me. So shout out to Keith Murray. Okay, we're right, like right. two crazy Gemini's. I always say he's like the black version of me turned the fuck up. If I was a rapper, that would have been like what happened. I would like yeah. be a mad like not saying he's a madman, but he's like like my mom said a firecracker. Like he's uh-huh. a, he could be full of energy and uh-huh. aggressive or happy or he's just intense is the word I'm looking for you know what I'm saying sorry Keith I'm a madman too don't worry done though so um, me and Keith were in the studio just like listening to the beat right and 
and I don't know why. Like he was, you know, sometimes rappers are like coming up with ideas, saying stuff. I don't know what triggered, and then I kind of was just like, Death Squad, like just saying it. Yeah. Get a house, you know, like rocking yeah, to the beat or whatever. Just vibe and talking shit. Sometimes ideas bounce off each other, right? Even and what the thing about it here's the difference. Now this goes back to something else. Back in the day, I would never do that. Remember, I was right. sitting in the studio, know your place. But now it's a different scenario where I'm with guys who I was pulled there. Where like I was working with Reggie and Eric was like, yeah, you know, fuck, we're doing. I want you to do this record. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. Eric used to come check me. Like, Red Man would go on tour. Like, Red had his own studio. Like in Mirror Image, the way the model moved, the studios, the rent went up. So, what they started doing was building rooms. So, like, say they would have their main studios because they had like a pro. They had the Icon room that Daryl used to have on the third floor of that building. They had the ninth floor, which had like two three main control rooms and then a couple producers rooms so they started building renting other spaces off the building okay. and building their own studios mm-hmm. and then renting them out to producers or different people my boy Ernie who was next door Ernie had fucking plaques for everybody bro like he was the diva guy I used to do tracking in his place at night for cash sometimes cause, but he was the diva I have pictures he had plaques of everybody everybody from Shania Twain Nine times platinum to fuck every diva, SWV, you fucking right. name it, bro. Wow. Everybody, uh, like I can't even think of them. Um, Tony Braxton, you know the whole nineties era. Right. Every diva you could think of, right. everyone. Britney Spears, twelve times platinum. 20, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he was the remix guy, too, and he and and he was an unassuming Jewish Jewish guy. Like he would, if you see him on the street, he wouldn't be like. And that's what was dope about Ernie, right? Because he wouldn't. Thing, like, yeah, dude, he was like that guy. Like, so there's, so you know, I'm down there. So that the the difference was, I'm in a different space now. And, and what I notice in America is people treat me different, but they include me. Like, mm-hmm. like those guys. The thing about Keith was Keith knew my history, right? Eric knew my history, mm-hmm. right? Right? And they respected that. And then it was those guys who showed me. They're like, yo, bro, it's like you did the whole country. And I almost did almost the whole country at certain times. But he's like, dude, it's like saying you're in America and you did 75% of the hip-hop. Like, that's fucking... Like, not saying I did, but I did a large well, chunk. Yeah. Okay? We're talking in Canadian terms. Canadian. Yeah. But those guys aren't looking at it like me or a Canadian. They're, like, They're going, bro, you're fucking, like, a giant. Yeah. And, like, don't you get that? And I'm like... Because we're, like, we're thinking we're, like, oh, we're in Lanford, small town... We gotta go to the big city, which is America. Right. And they're like, no, you're dope. So those guys knew my history. So Keith, I guess, was more open to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, which I don't get that here. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, like, it's a different vibe. I used to call Toronto Haterville back then. Right. Because Atlanta's the opposite. Atlanta's like super low. Everybody's showing love, right? But there's a dark side of Atlanta. We'll get into that. Yeah. Anyway, so... So I was doing that song and those guys would include me in shit, right? Like Redman would include me in ideas. Like sometimes I I know when to shut up and I know when to talk. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? I remember having a session with Redman when we do and I put it down. You know, remember that song? Put it down, put it down, put it down, fool. Right? Timberland, right? I remember we had we struggling with the chorus. And he was like, 
why don't you write the motherfucking chorus, Gordo? <laughs> I was like, did Greg Man just say that to me? Did I, like, that's almost a moment where you're like, you better be careful what you say because fucking, like, motherfuckers will put you on the spot, like, right? Because I've had, I've had memories, like, I've, I've had Method Man tell me to shut the fuck up. Yo, Gordo, shut the fuck up, nigga. You know what you really fucking, I'm like, oh, sorry, bro. Like, yo, I guess you're right, you are right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's my dog. Like, but you, but that's real shit. You're putting me in check when I'm wrong. And I am wrong, so maybe I'm right. But I've already been through Gadget. Right, right. right. So the training grounds, like, right. So you went to the concert hall to Gadget. Yeah. So, <laughs> so now, now, I, 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 I'm doing like, <coughs> tons of records. Blackout, two. Yeah. I'm doing all kinds of records. I did that fucking Tupac shit, the remix, new mix classic shit where they did the. The Pac and Fatal song. Okay, yeah. Right. We were talking earlier. Did that in Brooklyn. You gotta mention you did a Hell Rail song. You were talking about Dirty. You did Dirty's last record. Yeah, that was on Method Man. So on Method Man's 421. Oh, yeah, the day I basically sequenced that record with Eric Cinnamon. Like, I went to mastering for it, right? Okay. So, but I sequenced what songs, because I tracked some of them, and I think we, I don't know how many songs Eric produced, but I just kind of like, because I used to hide out at Eric's house. That was like a like inside joke. Right? Like, yeah. Like, where's Gordo? I haven't seen him. He must be hiding out in Long Island somewhere. Is that you know? I have girlfriends in Long Island. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, you know, certain man. Yes, you know, Toronto. If we're a Toronto person, there's still Toronto. Toronto certain. That's what I was in Atlanta. That's what that Toronto man know. When you take this Toronto thing and you go in the road. They know. It's crazy, man. Yeah. They don't even have to know who you are or nothing. It's because we come up. from here and we land like it's like Star Trek. When right. we land on that planet, that new thing, the green, you're yeah, being yeah, down. Yeah. Dude, it's like you so powerful. And then you, yeah. like, when you start yeah, to realize yeah. the power. In Atlanta, they used to be like, you ain't from around here. Bro. Where, <laughs> where are you from? Gotcha. Right? And I stand on like a sore thumb, right? Yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm from Scarborough. And they're like, they have no idea. <laughs> Scarborough, I love so, it. I love so, it. Not even Toronto. So yeah, old oh, dirty bastard. So I was hiding out at Eric's, and I just kind of like woke up one morning, and Eric's like, Eric is like, uh, me and Eric connected because we both have like a uh, spiritual thing. Like he's very like he knows about God. He's in touch with God. Okay. Like he, he may not talk about that. It's not say he's religious. He's going to church, or but he. He knows God, like I know Creator, I know the Creator, I, right? You know what I mean? I'm very spiritual and I believe certain things, so we connected like on that level. So I know he's a good person at the end of the day. Right, right, right. right. Um, so I, I, I know his whole family, I'd be comfortable, I know all this, a lot of his friends and a lot of people in Long Island, it's like my second home, right? And like Brentwood, Central Islip, shout out to Central Islip, you know? Um, and so I was hiding out, and I got up one day or something, and Eric's like, came out, and he's like, uh, like, I must have fell asleep on the studio couch or something, and come fucking, like, crawling in. So, yo, Method Man's coming today, and I'm like, for what? Because you're, like, in Long Island. It's not like you're in New York where people can just pop in. You have to yeah. go out of your way, right, so, yeah, to yeah, come yeah. here. So, uh, no, he's like, he's working on the album, right? So I'm like, oh, dope. So, you know. It's coming for a few days and it's gonna bang out. I'm like, cool. I, I used to do, like, he used to come, uh, he did a lot of records at Mirror Image, Method Man. So right. He used to, like, come there and they just 
Def Jam would just let them write and stuff like that. Thing, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'd get 38, 30, 38, 36 Chambers is down the street, where's this studio. I get pulled down there sometimes, right? I have a fucking great memory of one time being in there. I know we're supposed to be talking about the Method Man, but I remember one time doing a session, I was in there, and it was so dope because I remember sitting at the at the console, right? This is remember, RZA's studio? This is RZA's studio, and I actually crashed RZA's computer. Uh, <laughs> but because uh, he had an old uh, fucking uh, computer at the time. Uh, it was outdated. Yeah. It's not my fault, oh, right? I, but everybody's like, yo. Yeah, that's, just, that's the one with the two rooms. The one, the yeah, the velvet, the crushed velvet. Alpha um, 50 second. It's two, it's, yeah, it's two apartments. It's like four blocks over. I feel the Paramount. Yeah. In the Paramount area. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, the crushed yeah, velvet acoustic fabric. Right, so I remember being there because you know I'm not just like I can use Pro Tools, but I'm an old school guy. So no, crashed consoles. one of the main, like said, his main the main the one to the left. You're yeah. going on, the, so yeah, uh, you crashed so, the computer. I'm sitting at the console and I'm, I was doing vocals. I don't even remember what song. See, like for whose album? I don't know, right? And everybody was there was except Dirty and maybe a one man or something, you know what I'm saying? Like most of the Wu-Tang was in there. And I remember sitting at the board and like being, and I was already cool, I already knew everybody, so like, <coughs> like it's kind of like some like things where like, you meet motherfuckers who are like, oh, you're, too, you're thrust boy. So they treat you different yeah, than if you yeah, just yeah, met yeah. them. So like, a lot of like ghosts in them might know, or Ray would you know, say, I'm mess, you know, Method Man, I'm Reggie's homies, I'm, you know, like, I met a lot of people. Works like that. When yeah, you clicky, one, like, two, click. right. Once you with the two right guys, right. so people would know me from the squad, right? Like, yeah. oh, that's, you know, you know, he's with those guys, right? So, and even just people, like, I used to have people come up to me at the, the studio building, the film center, because people would see me coming in and out with, with Red Man. Right? So people, this is around the time Alchemist stuff, where it's like, you know, I remember one time me and Keith were taking, we took the, the train, we decided to take the Long Island Railroad instead of driving, like, let's take the train into the city, we can fucking drink, have fun. We don't have to be stressed, right? Because it's not a long ride. Okay. So we're like waiting at the fucking train station. I'll never forget this as long as I live, because this was, it kept, the Alchemist thing kept reinforcing itself, which was making it, and me and Eric used to talk about it, but after a while, Eric, Eric's like, come on, we already know, shut the fuck up, like, you know, like, we know, and I'm like, I know, but it freaks me out, right? So me and Keith are, like, waiting for the train, right? Minding our own business, some dude's walking from the parking lot, he gets closer, I swear to God, true story, he looks over, he goes... Holy fuck, Keith Murray, Alchemist, what are you guys doing here? I just look at Keith like, oh my god, is this like, this keeps happening, right? Because now we're all like an inside joke, right? Yeah. Like, I even had, remember once being at, because uh, Redman had Gilla House at, you know, he had his own room, right? Right. In the same place with Mirror Image Building. So I remember we did a BB King, he did a BB King show. And I remember fucking Prodigy coming through. And Prodigy coming around the room, and he's like, you know, dapping everybody up. And then he gets to me, and he just kind of looks at me. And he doesn't shake my hand or nothing, he just keeps going, like, gives me a nod. But I was like, okay, that was weird. Like, did he think, what the fuck, right? Half a second. Or, like, because I started having theories, like, are people talking? Like, because remember, like, remember, there was a beef, right? Murray and fucking Mob Deep man them had a beef. So oh, I'm yeah, like, Mark I'm fucking Murray. supposed to be the Mob Deep. If I'm Alchemist, I'm. Mob Deep, and now I'm hanging with Death Squad. Like, I'm yeah, like, is, are people talking? Yo, I keep seeing Alchemist with fucking Red Man, or is he making beats for them? Like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe that never happened, but like, you know, it kept happening so much, it was getting weird, right? 
You know, even when your sister is sending you a picture, like, oh my god, you do look like the guy. And I'm like, I do not look like him. He has like a red beard. Like, you guys are stupid. I couldn't see it, right? But I get, I get, I look like everybody. Red Man used to say I look like uh, Batman. What's his name? The guy who plays Batman. Val Kilmer? No, uh, not that Batman. Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. And I'm like, I, I can Shawn, see it. Shawn Michaels. I'm like, Shawn Michaels. What's wrong with you guys? Hilarious. That makes me want to give no, you some music. Alchemist is good, man. Alchemist is good. So, <laughs> I like the Alchemist. So there was jokes, right? There's jokes amongst all this shit that's going on because it's almost like, why do I have to be somebody famous? Like, can I just be me? And I'm not the kind of guy where I'm going to act like, oh yeah, I'm Alchemist and get some boom boom. Right, right. Just like false pretense. I don't rate that. That doesn't like. That's like foul. You know what I'm saying? Even even in like. Um, if you want to talk about, you know, player rules, like that's some, because I go back to like, I used to go to PWDs, I know about that Pimpin' Ho shit. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that old Toronto Pimpin' Ho life. Of course. That's where I came up to. PWDs on a Sunday. If you know what's up in I Yorkville, if you really were from back in the day you and you went to PWDs, it was Pimps and Hoes. Pimps with Dollars, that's what we used to call it. Right. PWDs, yep. right? Um, Jaguars, there was certain spots, man. Jaguars, Yo, I was there, bro. Yeah. Like Hot House. Remember, there were certain spots, Bridget, like, like the. Um, What's the one? Uh, the Party the, Center. There was well, another one on Danforth. Danforth. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, 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 I was going to say Hideaway. You don't Cuddy's Hideaway was there. Oh, Roxy. Roxy. Roxy was down there. Roxy's, Roxy's, Roxy. Roxy's was real. Yeah, Roxy. <laughs> Roxy was Which is man. now fucking. Esso and it's important. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. there, I'm weird out. Uh, happening here, man? Yeah. Oh, Crazy. So, so, New York was like, man. At that time, that was the industry. It used to weird me out. I was so, um, I, you know, I used to just like, you know, just keep pushing and, you know, laugh. But like, yeah, I'm definitely not the alchemist, so fuck off, right? But I used to get that in Atlanta when I started going to Atlanta. Okay, so how did you make your way from New York to Atlanta? Well, I used to come home, right? It wasn't like I didn't live there all the time. You'd come home a lot, right? Okay. You know, not knowing I had treaty rights. Um, but it's just back and forth, right? And I see I, Oh, I came I see, up with I a see you like every, like... Yeah, I pop up. Maybe like eight months and then I, a so year. So I had this yeah, scheme, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this scheme. I came home and a bunch of records finished and shit. Mm-hmm. So I had this scheme that, like, the Hit Factory moved to Miami. And, you know, I still do work with Chris. I still do work up here. Okay. I was on salary and doing stuff here. I do, like, I never, like, did anything illegal when I was down there. Right. All the shit got, like, dealt with the way it should. I, you know? I'd go down there while I'd be getting money here, right? I could just do my work from there. Like some things, some things I do sometimes, like I, I don't just, like I'm an engineer, but I might do other stuff and I can delegate it. I don't have to physically be here. As long as I'm not breaking the law, I'm exactly. getting paid in Canada. Look, it's in my bank account. Yeah. I fucking, you know, what's yeah. So I, I spend a lot of time going back and forth. So Hit Factory moved to Miami and Chris was doing an office in Miami. Okay. And at that time, I think I just finished. I decorated his office. He redid it again, and I like, redesigned it, and I painted it, and decorated it basically. Like that's a thing I do on the side. I'm good at like places and stuff, right? Right. So, um, I think I was going to do the Miami office. So I had this secret plan. I'm like, okay, fuck New York. 
I'm going to Miami because yeah. Miami was popping, so starting to pop like a place, like oh shit, like for music and stuff. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna go take over the hair factory. That's my new plan. Yeah. We're gonna take over the hair factory. All right. So I went back to New York and went to check E. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, it's, like, you know, nothing going on. I was thinking of going to Miami. You know, like, taking a... Like, like it sounds crazy, right? Like, I'm going to go to fucking Houston and take over NASA. Right. But when I say that, you're like, yeah, you're going to start as the janitor and become the astronaut. Like, if that's what I got to do. Right. Right? I feel, man. Yo, man. So... Yeah. He was, I guess he was like creatively Like when I, when we were doing some Like Eric always had an Atlanta connection And when we were doing that Raphrophobia, he kind of came back to New York Okay Right, because um, Yeah, because he owned a bunch of like tire shops and shit Yeah, he had a rim shop down there He like, when he when he PMD broke up He went down there and they, they gave him the key to the city bro. Like, mm-hmm. like it was a big deal Yeah Right, and he was doing all that solo shit mm-hmm. You know, some of those right. records were done down there some Redman records, that Death Squad album, yeah. like that Keith Murray album, a lot of stuff was down, done down there, right? Right. You gotta look at the eras, right? 94, so 95, right? And this is way yeah. before like Alchemist. So yeah. he'll tell me stories about, oh, yeah, I know Usher, he used, to, he used to always try to get me to sign him. I'm an idiot, I didn't sign him, or maybe he, right. whatever, whatever he thinks. Like maybe he did sign him, I don't fucking know his business. The point is that like he already knew everybody, Ludacris, he knew all these guys. TLC before they blew up, mm-hmm. right? So, so, um, so he's like, let's go to Atlanta, like, yeah, let's go take a ride, let's go to Atlanta, kind of thing. So we went to Atlanta. And you seen it? And I was like, oh, I love it. But I was already going to the South when I was a kid. My mom would take yeah. me to Florida and Georgia and stuff, and drive down. So I already loved, like, you know, I thought I lived in America until I was in grade two, and realized I don't. Right, like I was like, "What? I've been fooled. Like, get me out of here! Can you ship me in a box or something?" Right, right. like yeah. I just, it, if I feel at home there, I don't understand what it is. But okay. they don't treat me. I don't get the love here. Like you know, obviously people don't know who I am, which I don't need them to know. But I get more appreciation and love in America. I, I, it's that's what happens. I don't know why. But it's like just in general, it's like the way Gordo, you yeah. know it, man. You know, you know what? And my it. luck is like ten times. It's weird. If you if you were there, you'd be like, what the fuck, you know? Like it's your energy. Sometimes it's your different. Spirit. Yeah, it's some people's spirit excels in different environments, right. man. So it's like it's so we go to Atlanta and um, what the fuck were we doing? We're making beats. We got some videos of you know different people we ran into we were like you know let's just set up shop and just like start you know vibing out fucking um Patchworks is there so I was like oh I'm gonna take over Patchworks I came up with a new plan right but I fell in love with the city right and we found some artists there um one of them was this kid Sambo who ended up um, he ended up getting murdered about a year after that um yeah, but I, I had, you know, I we set up shop right across from the, uh, the uh, Elkes, what the fuck they call it, Dungeon, what the fuck they call it, Studio Man? Oh, God, I can't the studio, it's got a name. I can't remember the name of the studio, I know you're talking about. Yeah, it's got a name, I don't know how come I can't remember, old, I'm going to play the old guy card. But right. Elkast Studio was across the street. They used to jack their Wi-Fi when I got there because they have Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, and this is like we're talking the 09. 
Oh wait, this is like Drake's just starting to blow up in America. Okay. So far gone is like blowing the fuck up, and I'm free. And I'm like, you know, I remember before we left Long Island, uh, Eric's nieces were like, "Yo, go, you know Drake? You're from Canada, you know Drake?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know Drake, right?" Meanwhile, I never met Drake yet, right? Right, right, right. Personally, but I knew yeah. Forty was working with Drake. Yeah. And you know, because we always still kept in touch, right? Because I, of course. you know, I'd go home, he'd come there, like different shit was going on but I didn't know like because he back then he was working at this other studio um, over here near Liberty Village right like he ended up leaving Blacksmith it was like okay. you know Blacksmith I don't even know what happened there I was I kind of was like once I left I just left you were down there you can't be yeah I was yeah. like and I kept in touch like you know if Chris or you know I remember Nelly remember that Nelly Furtado album that, that was huge that yeah. Timberland produced yeah so um they did a lot of shows, Letterman, fucking Saturday Night Live, like they did a lot of tours, Sox was on the tour, Right. he was doing Timberland's parts and other stuff, yeah. Divine was on the tour, you know, a lot of my friends at Christmas Management were there, um, so I'd see those guys when they come into town, right? So right. it's like, you know what I mean? I'm still doing shit with them, so I had them as a support system in some ways, right? Because they helped, you know, keep me alive not down there up here up here yeah you know because I have to maintain a life here right right I live right. here I don't live yeah. there mm-hmm. right um, and you have to be careful with how you, if you make money there yeah. you can't be there making money illegally yeah no, it's coming to play right yeah. so anyway um, yeah Drake was blowing up uh, Eric's daughters asked me if I know Drake so I was like yeah yeah because you didn't get in there until Thank Me Later right well, I never wasn't on any like I didn't do any work on any records until Thank Me Later. Yeah, right. that's because I came home to get my passport, and it was out of it was out of control. By the time they started working on that record, like I remember driving from Atlanta to drive. I used to like driving. I like driving, so driving from Atlanta to New York is fun yeah. for me. Okay, it's like twelve hours, but it's like a nice fucking job. fun trip, right? Right, right, right. So like, it's I have memories. Like, I used to me and Eric used to drive and shit. Yeah. Like, right, he does it too. He drives like it's I a nice drive, right? So I remember driving from Atlanta to New York and just playing the radio, mm-hmm. and I must have heard like whatever the two top. Drake songs were at the time probably like best I ever had best I ever had and and I remember we went to the when I did get to New York they shot that video Mm -hmm. right so it was that time right and I heard that on the radio like two three times an hour or something stupid in every county or like it was just constant like holy fuck so for me to be like this is the thing I'm seeing it in okay it would be one thing if I was in Canada I wouldn't experience it well, in the States I was in the States yeah like we're in the States it's not like like I was in the States when like any of the other shit we did break through but I don't know how big right. it got like that but I think I would have kind of known I remember being there around the time when Cardi and right. Akon joined yeah I was Davis. there for that and, like, that's you'd totally walk, different you'd walk out right. like, bam, bam, every right. car right. store everywhere in New York after that right, me, right, right, right? Right, right, right and that still kind of counts but doesn't right okay. right so this was kind of in this thing this was what I was trying to do so in a sense for me it was like like I kind of got fed up like, I was like, yo, I'm at the top of the food chain. Was, this is what else is there to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm out of here. And I talked to everybody about it. Right. And it's kind of like I was like, I, 
pass the torch to 40 here, bro. Like, good luck with cats. Peace. And I still say that because those guys still work together. Right. Right? And I, I barely see Gadget, and that's a whole other thing that I'm cool with that. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I love him, but, like, you know, that's a whole other conversation. Like, let him be do his thing, and as long as he's good. My thing is, those guys are good. I don't have to worry about them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've yeah, still yeah. got my shit to deal with. Yeah. So, anyway, going back to that, the Drake was blowing up, and I was just like, wow, this is what we've been fucking were always. Well, you did it, bro. Like, fucking right. I didn't even know what you guys are doing. I'm too busy doing, like, I'm doing Blackout too. Def Jam's flying me around. Like, Def Jam would send me limos to take me from Eric's house to Reggie's to work with Reggie. Like, because I work well, I play well with others. So, right. sometimes people are like, oh, fuck, just get Gordo to come. Oh, can you come? Like, mm-hmm. but I, you know, Red Men that might know I'm working on something for E or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're always doing something. Even if we're not doing something, we're doing something. Like, yo, let's make a beat. Like, yo, E would be like, yo, make some drums and fucking, I'm gonna sample them. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I remember one time being at Eric's place and he had his, like, the first sampler he used to produce on and all these old discs and I was like yeah uh, are, are these like how many of these songs are songs and how many of them are just lost beats you know what I'm saying yeah. and can we load them and dump them into Pro Tools because you might have some shit here that because I do that myself where I'm like oh fuck I forgot about that beat yeah. it's dope and then I had some shit I'm like yeah right, I have right. tons of beats that I forgot I made anyway so when you made that beat I'm like I think I can't remember. It's like songs. Like there's too many. Like right, they right. all blur. Right? Like it's a thing. You know? Like that's why. Like I've, I've been saying. Like I'm trying to like stop by fifty, not do music. Right? Transition. Right? So, oh, so right. anyway. Okay. So now we get to um, now we get to you know that so far gone blows the fuck up. Right. Right. It's like you know gets nominated for a fucking Grammy. I'm just looking at forty like wow. Like the still the, the whole thing still amazes me because I'm just like wow man like it's just I'm like it's you know so amazing to watch right, right? I love seeing people I love close to you know so cool well even if they're not close to me even if they're just somebody good like yo they made good you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. like they did it they did those yeah, guys did even, I showed in the you documentary can that, you can say that but it's even more special oh it's even better but when it's somebody right that you see coming from like right Travis, and there's like, a connection there's a connect you know the right. growth right. man you right know, it's your bread yeah, team, yeah. right like that's why I say yeah. in the Vice documentary yeah. I'm like yo that represents that thing that I was working for so what it means to me is that my work was not for wasn't nothing. Not for nothing. Ooh, it was yeah. a part of it's that. It's the same. It's the same. Right? The same thing when we talked to DRK, talked right. to Lineage, talked to West. Yeah, all the guys. Even as artists, right. we were working. That's right. It's not just that. Not that just for way. me but as a rapper. Exactly. We want it's to see trying to put on. It's for the city. Right. right. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. It's not yeah. about me personally. Exactly. It's, it's been always for the city. Right. And that's why I'm glad when they did get that, they did what they did. They repped the city hard. They didn't have to do that. Right. Why should they do that? Mm-hmm. Are they obligated? No. Does every rapper do that? Even if they get to that level? Not necessarily. Right. Right? Exactly. So, for you know, so they, they had that. So And that came at a time when I was, like, disgruntled and left the city. Because mm-hmm. the guys are fucked. Because we had this thing where we wouldn't support our own, right? Mm-hmm. That was our biggest downfall. Yep. Yeah, like, I agree. Like, Yo, how can we sell any records if we don't buy it? 
That's what happens in America. Like Houston, they all support you. You gotta support your locals. You local blow up. But people would check that and go, oh, you're from Toronto? Oh, you guys, your people in your city don't like you. Apple used to always tell me that. Yeah, me Because me and Apple used to go back and he goes, well, these guys here don't like him. Yep. And I'm like, you kind of got a good point, Apple. Yeah. Like, that's why I like Apple. No, but come on, we all know traditionally everybody who's ever made no, exactly. typically had to go somewhere first and well, make money. It shouldn't be like that. that. I, I, but I agree with what you. What you're dealing with, it. see, we always talk about both sides of the border being here. You're talking about a Caribbean. Right. Mentality versus an American right. mentality. American mentality. Right. And Canada. Remember, rally. we're in Canada. It's a rally. It's a rally for a cause right. kind of mentality. And you're gonna leave leave and the Canadians, city. And it's a white country. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So if you want to win here, yeah. you gotta serve them beer and bacon. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. back bacon and hockey. That's the only way to win. Yeah. Like right. that. It's not America. There is differences. Yes. Right. Yeah, I agree. And if you don't understand that or realize I that, you know, never... Rumble used to always say, always go back to one of the mentors. He goes, the reason uh, Americans like to dance, you make a record that you can dance to in America, you're right. going to win. Right. And when you heard Drake, he goes, Drake did it. He goes, yeah. what? He goes, he's smart. He made a record. You heard his voice. Dance he made a record they could dance to. That's right. All of them. You get what I'm saying? They That's made right. records they uh, could dance totally to. That's right. Us, Arthur, we made like boom back to be hard. hard. But those which is fine, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, there's nothing that wrong spot. with that. But you know, no, no, I'm talking about a record they could dance. You go to the clubs in Miami, you go to the thing here. Right. It's a rap. You could dance to yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's bigger than hip hop at that point. Yeah. You know? Right. And scene, that's why, like, you remember different. when everybody was making a big deal about always singing and fucking? I'm like, they always been singing. Yeah, yeah. And hip hop. Chaos. Great crossover. Is uh, a sample. S blank. Like hip hop's always had singing in it. R and B, hip hop, it's like closely connected. Yeah. Like, like oh, now it's just player hater shit. Like, okay, I don't care if you don't like the guy because you don't like the guy. Well, that's totally different. Like, what you're mad because the guy's winning? Like that? I don't player hate on nobody. If you're doing something better than me, I'm like, oh, why did I think of that? Like, I don't right, beat right. myself up. I'm not beating up you. Like, I don't watch man. Like, I watch man. So, watch you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. kind of like. What? So I, that at hate and plus Canadian and so whatever right so just to see that was dope so when I I end up coming back here and that's when they were doing thank you later and then you and, worked on that take and 40 care were just like you know forty was just thrust into this position right right so of course who's he gonna look to his people mm-hmm. the his foundation were his people so and still to this day uh, if he was in the room I and I've told him this many times like. If it was all taken away and you had nothing, I'm still your friend and I'm still here for you no matter what. Right, right. It doesn't have nothing to do with that. If you guys still had to do that record and you have no money and you need my help, I'll be there for you. So it wasn't really about that. It was like, oh, it was like, good for you. Fuck, what do you want to do? Oh, this is fun. We'd have fun. We're like two fucking kids. Anytime I was around, I was like, I love watching this shit. It's amazing. It's such a blessing. I'm so happy. I'm just like amazed. So, Whatever, it doesn't matter if it's the littlest thing to the biggest thing, I'm there, right? Yes. So, right. you know, and I haven't been on a Drake record for a while, so, you know what I'm saying? But I'm doing other shit too, right? So, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. we do uh, that record. Fuck, I was doing, I came back and my attitude was like, I didn't want to do music here, mm-hmm. except that. I do shit within my circle of friends, and of course I gotta eat, but I, I don't think those records were about money. I didn't remember if I got paid or not. I probably did, I don't, like, who cares, right? right. It's not about that, right? So, I would do other shit with him, you know, Chris or Gads is working on, and, you know, whatever, right? Socks, we always work together on shit. 
different shit, but I just really didn't want to fuck with nobody here or nothing. And that, and that carried on for a while. You know what I mean? I'd go back and forth. And then, um, you know, when we do take care, I don't even remember how that happened. See, so many blurs, right? And then what else were we doing? Fuck. I'm trying to think of records I was doing. I was doing like one offs. You know, like there's all kind of like one-off, you know, within the families, little things, like, I was, I was, you know, but I wasn't like, um, you know, go build a studio and fucking be here. Right. Right? Because right. I was always trying to go back. And then this shit got out of hand, I just, I, I kind of became, like, even having your name on one of those records, you, you're relevant now in the States. Yeah. Like, with all the other records I'm doing, so I'm like, oh, it's like being there, but not. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the market. Right? So... Right, and then what happened to me was during that time I started like on a spiritual journey. So okay. I started traveling the country and and going to different places and reservations and teaching and learning. The vice you keep bringing up the documentary, the well, the vice documentary, which just actually aired again recently. They keep airing it on different like City TV and Vice keeps airing it I don't know why it's been a year and a half over well you know so it's good it's dope but around that time I was like you know I've been in the studio since I was a teenager pretty much late teens until I'm like what 35 36 at this point okay like grinding just doing pure records I had a couple waves where there's partying in there in New York and you know what I mean? It's rapper stuff. I got to be with the rappers and, and live, like, I lived yeah. that life in yeah. pockets. Like, I'd be at a party in, in New York, and it was like me, Buster Rhymes, Jada Kiss, Omen, fucking whoever, Murray, there's fucking, like, there's, like, all these, like, oh, there's Remy Ma, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, it's like, you know, it's fun, right? Like, like that was my dreams. I would say I lived my dreams. I lived my hip-hop dreams. I didn't need to, like, I'm good. Like, yeah. I, yeah. like I'm good. You're I'm full. good, man. Like, it takes full. So, I started trying to like I didn't want to be in the studio all the time anymore. Like I just didn't. I got tired of it. Outside, I want to see. I want to outside. live life, and my kids grew up balls in the studio. You know right. What I'm saying? So, right. so what I did was I uh, started, you know, getting more spiritual and getting more involved in my culture and learning and taking my own path and finding a. You know, on this journey I was on, right? So, okay. which was to become, you know, where I'm at now, which is I'm like, a, you know, I'm more, I'm a pipe carrier. You know, I do things in my culture that are, you know, not always like everybody's not. Everybody has a different role, but I'm just like reclaiming, reclaiming, re decolonizing more as an adult you know what I'm saying so okay. I just went on the, been on this spiritual journey and I just so I started traveling and I did a record with these kids from Miscapi like that I just did with them you know what I'm saying like that like was independent spontaneous yeah like and I started doing doing stuff and learning like who the MCs were in like the, in the First Nations communities and because there was none in the mainstream that I knew of right right and and then started, you know, um, evolving, like getting to know, like who's who, and you know what I'm saying? Because there's a whole system in there. Like they have their own award show. We have our own. Um, they we we have our own award show. We have like different types of 
shows, there's APTN, there's like different like, there's film and TV, there's radio stations, there's like a whole, it's like another nation, right? because we are our own nations, but I never looked at it like that because it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? I'm raised in the city, I was raised a certain way, right? Like a city Indian. You know what I'm saying? Like, not in a good way. Like, <laughs> it's hard for us to be. The way you said that is real. No, it's man. because. That, no, it's, I get it. It's hard real, for, like, real. like some people That's remind real, me all the time. Man. Like, some of my brothers are always like, yo, you gotta remember, it's hard for us to be around this concrete. We're used to being. That's why I need to go out in the bush and do stuff. Even if I do ceremony here, it's different, man. Right. I'm in a ceremony, I hear the freaking siren going by, right? Like, but even the concrete, this concrete, yeah, is soil. it's different, like man. Like the earth. This we need the earth. So, there's yeah. all these things, and I became a change as a person. Is that when you started getting into the art more? No, I've actually been doing art since I, well, the, the joke is that I was doing, I painted to try to get into art school, which I got accepted and it never went. Okay. <laughs> and then I just kept doing music. And that's why I have my earlier pieces, like there's an ice cube right there, right. there's a red man, there's certain ones from a certain area, for a certain era, and I didn't paint again, until, as I started getting back into the culture, right. um, I made my first drum, and then I painted my clan on it, because I was like, wait, I can paint, I want to paint my clan on my drum, that'd be cool, mm-hmm. and that made me say, Yo, why don't I buy some canvas? I haven't painted in a while. What could I paint? And then I painted something, and then I was like, oh, that's dope. What am I going to paint now? And then it just, if you look around my house, there's like almost 200, no, maybe 150 paintings here. I keep selling a lot of them. They start to move, right? I sell a lot of paintings now. Um, And it's weird that that happened. So I I end up like, you know, I did the Q Rock album. Yeah. I started doing, you know, records in the community. I just did something for the Inspire Awards. You know, I keep doing records wherever needed. And you're working on your own album right now. I'm just doing right. my own album. That was um, it's called The Spirit of Hip Hop. Right. Um, and it's kind of got a story. It's, what I try to do is put together like MCs and from my community, from the First Nations community. Right. With like, you know, more mainstream guys or, or African American or black or, you know. Right. However you want to term that in a respectful way, I I have my own theory about like that history of Black America. We don't even go there and sell like Public Enemy, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you kind of like I wanted because it's never been done. I never seen like not as the bridge never been. The, yeah, the gap. So the gap. I just try to do something good and see what I, I'm like. I want to do good music, obviously, right? Right. So this record I I put together. Uh, it was an evolution over like a year process. That I like I've, I've heard some of it, I know. Yeah. Like, and um, I don't want to give away every name, but there's a lot of like people within the community, like Q Rock is on it, Dreezus. Dreezus, right. Both are guys who are in the documentary. Uh, there's a dude named Leonard Sumner on it. Yes. Um, he's a dope singer, he's like a folk singer. He's actually on a song with Maestro. Wow, and and, and Q Rock. Okay. And, that's and, a combination. That's and a Charlie Feta from the Winnipeg Boys. Word. Yeah. Shout right. out to Feta. So, yeah, so the album's got some weird combinations. I, like that um, I got um, Young Buck, Fatal Hussein, and Aspects. Wow. Right. Aspects is from Ottawa. If you ever check out Aspects, he's a dope MC. Yeah, and he's singer too. Yeah. And he can sing. He's also on a song singing on the album. Like, wow. there's some different. It just happened, man. Like I said, I didn't. The album was written, I just had to show up and do the work. And I had some pitfalls, I got injured, I 
fuck. Right. Six of my friends died. You know, King Rain died during the making of the album. He was supposed to be on the album. He is on the album, but like, he, I wanted him to direct the video. We spoke like, you know, he was a uh, brother. Like me and him were close. I did a lot of music yeah. with him in the past. You know, he helped me move my mom's. You know, I used to help him move all the time. Like me and him were, were right. you know, we have a history. You know, like so. You know, he passed. Payback passed. A lot of guys passed. You know, like Fatal Hussein was gone. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like there's. There's this element. The record's got this vibe. Socrates is on the album. Uh, who else is on the album? I have a list. Bishop Actually, I, will, I can't. I don't even want to say. Like, uh, I'm not talking about that song right now. Okay. I gotta okay. reach out to some people because that song may or may not be on the album. It needs to be on the album. Right, right. right. Um, who else is on the album? Um, City Natives. I don't know if you guys know who City Natives are. Cats they're, from they're from Halifax, Big Mug guys. So, oh, really? Yeah, okay. they they won all the best uh, hip hop at the Indigenous Music Awards last year. Right. right? They're, they're pretty dope. They're very dope. I showed them out in the documentary. T Grams, they got Rich Kid on the album. Yes, T Grams. Uh, Helen Back, Stu from Winnipeg, another native cat. Um, yeah, there's a bunch. I want to give everybody away. Right, okay. There's, okay. Some, there's some gems on here. You know what I'm saying? Like that'll be out before the year's end. Yeah. That's gonna be dropping July 1st. July 1st. Oh, Canada right. Day. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's uh. Any it's, uh, any, uh, it's actually my 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 fuck you my middle finger to colonialism. Okay. That's why I decided to drop it on Canada Day because they're celebrating their 150, and we're not celebrating. I mean, I'm speaking for everybody. But I know I ain't celebrating because we Burn. we are not happy where we're at. They keep talking about reconciliation and talking about inquiries and talking about this and talking about that. And meanwhile, our youth are like committing suicide. There's like no clean water. Some yeah. of these places, like most of these Canadians don't know, are these white entitled people. Remember, I lived down here in Condo City, and I see these whether they're white or Asian or not. There's a lot of entitled people living off mom and dads or whether they work hard they just have this attitude they don't know what's going on in Canada maybe they're not educated I see people come here and they you know sometimes it's good conversation sometimes it's bad but they don't understand how we're being treated and we're the peoples of this land we come from this land we've been here 10,000 years or more I know my people have you know so that bothers me that offends me and I'm insulted by you know the prime minister and I understand they want to celebrate their thing but the, the basis of this country was supposed to be built on remember we saved you guys okay we saved you guys enough times you guys were fighting the Yankees right the British the French and the British were fighting Canada was supposed to be French English and First Nations together equal at this table it's a one that's why we made treaties to share that's, that's what we believe in we share so we shared with you guys and you guys aren't sharing back with us yeah. properly. You think you're sharing. There's a lot of deep stuff that we'll go into that people don't know how much money the government owes us or how much money of the ours they use mm-hmm. and keep in in locked away that we can't touch and we can't control. They seem to treat us like children. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't want to be a status Indian. Right. Because I don't want to be, I consider that a prisoner of war car. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, we're the only race in the world where we have to have a card to prove who we are 
Think about how fucked up and racist that is to the government, to the prime minister, if he ever hears this. How racist is that? But yet you're telling to the rest of the world, come here, it's Canada, and immigration, we love everybody. We Look, we got Sikhs having a pray. Look, I'm all for multiculturalism. I love everybody. That's We're not here. my issue. My issue is you guys are fake because you're telling everybody this fucking story. And yeah. then you have black children in the city fucking killing each other, not being treated right, being well, uh, discriminated against against the kids of my people. It's like constant. Okay, it's the well, same racism we go through. Well, so, that's right. The, the, the funny thing is, in the last eight to ten years, the indigenous black Caribbean population and they don't even talk about First, the black Nations, First Nations, okay? Right. We, have, we all feel the same in the city because right. the, the, the pendulum right. has changed. So they're, they're, a lot of people have been getting a lot right. of sense and doors opening, but then there's a lot of people who we've been here 50, 60, right. 70, 80. Right. Wait a minute. We're not new. We, we're the ones that went through all this right. so you can come and not get pulled over so and get hassled. Hassle. But you're yeah. welcome opening the matter. Right. That. Okay, but we're still here. We're not in power. We're not getting the jobs exactly. done now. So it's like we got a new situation on top of the so, old situation. So you know that 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 really is a problem for me, right? That's a problem. So I, I can't respect that, and I can't watch the people suffer. It's hard to watch, right? It's hard to watch people suffer. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? I do music. Let me do a record, right? And it just coincidentally, I was like, yo, I'm dropping it May first. Fuck you guys, because I've been thinking about this. Whole thing. Like I, they asked me to do a piece of. For, I was asked to do a piece for something. Like a big painting, and I can't about, and I can't do that to celebrate 150. Well, a lot of us feel that same way because you know uh, we don't feel like, man. A lot of it, right. So I don't want that. You know, I'm not saying no disrespect to anybody like we're prisoners or anything. I'm just talking metaphorically. Let's say well, that's what that well, card it's like, represents. It's like it's like it's like, it's, it's like being, and I touch base it's on like the being First Nations and celebrating yeah. uh, American Thanksgiving. I always say Canadian Thanksgiving. I don't know. Maybe the thing behind Canadian Thanksgiving right. that I don't know about, but from what I know, Canadian Thanksgiving is now about, not at the end of the day. about family. But American Thanksgiving is about pillaging. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's about pillaging, right? Well, they were so supposed to be taught that you know, like sharing. Okay, look, harvest. It's, about it's a harvest. It's about right? pillaging. It's about right. But theirs is like they came into the boats and they pillaged. Right. They came off. What did they do? Yeah. Right. Came to the shores anyway, and they were the hey man. It was like it was like. Yeah. Uh, I thought that would would be a good um, time to yeah, yeah, drop this because I have some controversial songs. July first, July first, yeah. right? July first. Uh, hopefully, if I as long as I don't fuck that up and push it back. Nah, come on, Gordon. You can do it. So if you don't do the album, you gotta do a song that day. You gotta do something. No, yeah, no, I definitely, yeah, like you know, that's important. Um, so I'm in a good place, like. With the album right now. What about the issue, like the clothing and the art and stuff like that? Where do people get the art? What's the site? What's the uh, well? What where, site where is the paintings? Where's where's? Yeah, the discography. Where's this? Oh, dude. Oh, shit. Should, let's let's just wait before we wrap this up. Let's just run through. Like I was looking at your discography. Yeah, that's you're probably so missing a lot. I probably am missing yeah. a lot, man. Yeah. But just like for for so, the sake, for the I mean, this is just for Toronto shit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just do Toronto, man. Right. You did Chocolair. Yeah. Flagrant album. Flagrant album, yeah. I even did Memoirs the song. I even did the song Flagrant. Remember the song? Remember Flagrant? Flagrant? That's, one of, my, that's one of my favorite and You know the ever. chorus? Here's a funny story that's about that. You know the chorus? Yeah. Um, whenever I move, I move. Okay, I had to. Me and Socks had to sample. I had to sample Socks. I had to sample this. I had to sample that. And I think it was using the EPS and fly it back into tape. 
right? right. I remember we used to fly courses. Yeah, fly courses you couldn't yeah. copy paste. Yeah. You'd have to sample right, them sample and it. either no, either on the fly, literally, or lock them in somehow to that mm-hmm. time spot if right. you figured it out and reprint them at that spot on the same part of the tape later down the reel, right? It was a technique because I was always good at ch- um, splicing tapes or doing edits. I was good at punches. That was my thing. I was a punch guy, right? Okay. Now you don't really need a punch. You just The way I track now is hilarious. And I've only seen it's one person recently right do it the way I do it, and which is Harley who... Is one of Forty's guys who's coming up. He was like, the young kid. Yeah, he was showing me a template, and he goes, "I do it like this," and I go, "That's exactly how I do it." He goes, "Yeah, it makes more sense." I'm like, "I know," and it was like, "I'm really because I teach people that too because it's so much easier, right?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I'm arm in every track, I'm fucking bouncing around." I just go like this, <laughs> arm one track, and have all the settings there. And just yeah, that's all you do. You could copy the. You could duplicate this duplicate. track, eh? To make another one. That's what I do, Corey. I do it at home like, I'm watching you guys. Yeah. I just did it last week in my home little thing yeah. at home. See? It's like, that's all I do. I send it out. I just send I four tracks be, off. You know, I'm trying, to make, it, boom, boom, I'm trying boom, to make it stupid <laughs> proof now, right? <laughs> Let's go to the song. I mean, you did <coughs> Memoirs of Blake Savage. Memoirs of Blake Savage. I worked right. on that, yeah. Ghetto Concept All Stars album. Yep. Yep. Daniel. Daniel. Um, Daniel here no evil see no evil I think it worked out yeah you know and Daniel is a good friend of mine I actually Daniel used to be on his show um, what was the show called the O show remember the O show he started a wrestling show I oh yeah that's right the wrestling yeah 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 wrestling I was a DJ sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, they called me in because I'm a wrestling guy, so he's. Big up Daniel, there's something cool. And I used to write articles for the website. I'm gonna say this. Like, it's, funny, it's, funny, it's funny you said I can't say it like it's official. I'm gonna show you a picture right yeah, here. But Daniel. there's something big cooking with Daniel. Okay. There's something big, it's coming. Okay. We're gonna be ready here first. Okay. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. So it's big. Cardi, Firestarter Fire Volume 1. Volume 1. Uh, Firestarter Volume 2. Which never that came, never came out. out. I actually have. Some of those songs kicking Word, out. word. Socrates Underground DP. Sorry, you can keep talking. It's underground. Chaos. Oh, dope. Dope. Wow. Sorry, man. Wow. Y'all can't see this. We see this to Daniel. I, I, I do this That's crazy. It's a trap. Word, word, word. Um, say it again. Chaos. Firestarter, no, Firestarter Volume 2. I think that was probably... Okay, because I also did... Um, I don't know if you know this, grinding, right? I did grinding remix. Oh, word, yeah. Now, yep. and I can't remember else. Clips. clips, yeah. Clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have the session here. That's when I like got to like. That was a track, man. See, I used, you know what I used to like all the time? It's doing songs like that, whether you're here in the States, where if I'm like, say I'm in the studio with Pete Rock or Premier or, or uh, Pharrell, or I could get the session and I could see how they made their beat. Right. You know what I'm saying as a producer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're like, oh, okay. So it's okay. Yeah. Them too, right? They're like, all yeah. doing this now. Right. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the last time I worked with Cardinal. Really. Like, just not because we stopped. Just, right. Uh, you know, just last time. Like, he's evolved so much. Like, a lot of these guys have evolved in different ways. In good ways, right? Right. I mean, dude, you, chaos exit. Exit, yeah. Yep. Um, what song is it? A fantastic mess. What is the other song? I can't remember the other song. Uh, and then there was a bunch of songs that Gadget mixed that I helped them on that they didn't use his mix and were like, you know. Okay. Right, just like he did. Um, he did. I was there with him for this one, Dirty Water. 
that was on another chaos album. Yes. He did a one song, right? Yes. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, the anthem. I remember us mixing the anthem, and then that's not the version on the album. We're like, oh, our version's better, man. Dirty water. It's just like, um, uh, what the fuck's that song on the, the Drake song I did that they didn't use my shit? Oh, no, no, recent one. Ah, oh, jeez. It's on my iPod. And I'm always like, yo, my version's way better. I, I, hate, yeah. listening. I hate listening to your version. It's funny when you know the other versions, right? People don't hear it. Yeah, I, I have enough. Here. I'm a guy with enough unreleased. Because I'm a backup king, I'm always backing up shit. Right, right, right. So I end up fucking having it, and you lost it. So that's why you don't get mad that I have it because I save you. But sometimes I end up having shit that I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot I had that. Like, like wow, right? that's why I have saves and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like Prince, you gotta have the vault. Yeah. All you, all you producers out there, make sure you get vaults for your hard drives. Your hard drives. Triple right. back up your shit. Right. If shit goes down, you won't cry like a little bitch. Yeah, don't play it there. I don't play it. No, you can't play with that shit. That shit is, it's not like a tape. Even like tapes yeah. right now, I have old tapes, right? But I can't just put them on the reel. If I have, I have, you have yeah, to make them. Yeah, you have to make them. Yeah. It's not like you've been using them. Sorry, carry on. I mean, what else, man? Um, Serious Cold T worked on. Yeah. Cold Tea, this you thrust Divine Brown album, yep. Thrust album I worked on. Uh, uh, Glenn, Glenn Lewis, Glenn Lewis. Lewis. Um, Rap Essentials 2001? Yeah, I worked on the Rap Essentials. Hustlin', I did Hustlin'. There's different ones. I did Northside Terra Chase. Oh, different, right. different, um, um, different ones of those. Um, grassroots album, grassroots Red Life. Album. Oh, Blue Scorpion, oh, Jellystone. Oh, where are you doing? I worked with Jelly for, for, for time. Did you do enough songs that no, but I did enough Jelly songs that did, like okay, the hood is your album. I got one song on there, but I must have tracked friend of mine a couple times, and then it got redone while I was gone. So I'm like, fuck, I know the song so well. Right, right, I was right. there, but I wasn't. But I got paid, right? Like it's like sometimes you're like you gotta you gotta meet it halfway. So you know, Jellystone. Um, Trying to think, um, Marvel. I did a lot of stuff with Marvel. Because me and Marvel were good friends. Yeah, we still are. Right. He was here recently. You know, like um, there's tons of records, man. That we're not thinking of. Um, but then that's just we're talking Canada, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard, man. I, like I have a discography on my website. Okay, what's the website? Even Give me the website. Well, my site isn't officially launched, so the store <laughs> part isn't really finished yet, so you can't, like, that's why I haven't launched it. Right. You know, I'll tell you the website anyway. It's basically www.davidstrickland.ca. Okay. Right? But even if you don't buy anything yet, the store will be launched soon, as soon as possible. And because um, there's a bunch of shit I need to get up there that I want to have, right? I want right. to start doing stuff like beat packs for producers or. You know stuff that are, that are like you can just drums. be making it, yeah drums different stuff, um, not just like you know beats like you know right. trying to be the the beat yeah. guy that you can oh two dollars a beat bring you yeah. <laughs> like I'm not doing beats, that man. maybe I have records up there yeah. you can buy I got an album coming out you'll have exactly, that exactly you know man. some of the artwork is up there because you know the I have a deal uh, with a company called Dinger's uh, in Michigan. Right. And they're a manufacturing, they, a manufacturing they do, uh, clothing, and um, so I partnered with them. So what they're doing is taking my paintings and put them, putting them on different, not just clothing because we're doing sweaters, we're doing hoodies, doing tees, 
You know, we're going to be doing a women's line. We're going to be doing like, you know, women's tees, like tights. You know, the tights. What's big right now is women's tights with like prints on them. Right. Right. Now I don't get into women's fashion, so I wouldn't know this. But would they also like they can print my artwork on metal? They um, they 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 sent me a cup. I have a mug with all my paintings on. You know, like cool. different different products. So there's going to be different products because it's a way to like. Sometimes people can't afford a painting, right? And I'm not like a big famous artist. I'm not Basquiat or I'm not selling paintings for even like ten thousand dollars, you know what I mean? Like a Basquiat that sold yet. for hundred and ten million the other day, okay? Yeah, but I'm not I'm, no. so but I can take one image and turn it into products. Right. So that's what I'm trying to do is like, okay, so that image, even if I have the original, can be you know, and I'm not gonna just do it's not gonna be limited to just the native artwork, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I'm gonna do other hip hop stuff too that I have. I have different types of right. you know. It's me, I'm the designer, I can pick and choose from my catalogue, right? So that's gonna take things to another level. That is kinda of like the segue where I'm going is I'm enjoying doing the art because it's a different part of me. Right. Right? And I, what I'm finding is what's happening is I'm just going back and forth. This is what my, my days are like now. I do music. I stop and then I do art, and then I stop and I do music. Cause like yeah. yo, I know you, and you always joke. You say you're gonna stop at fifty because you really, right. could you really, could you really though, Gordo? Probably, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. All right, man. I have headaches, man. I mean, doing this album was not fun. I'm like, I'm never doing an album again. Doing an album is right. But then again, we, I'm dropping another album soon after that with See? with some other people. But Fire it's not all my album, right. Fire Keepers, right? Yeah, yeah. So. It's not, but it's not all me, so it's not the same. But right. doing the whole, I'm like, so I have a new respect for the artists. But they're not doing all my work because I'm doing all my work, right? right. And the only thing I'm gonna do it is singing, or rapping, right? So now you know, Shoot. you know, right, man. But Yo, they gotta handle the same amount of work, right? Right, right. But they're different context. So. The process, man. Right. The process, the process, the record, man. All right, y'all. On that note, man, I guess That's we're out of Gordo, man. Woo, good woo, time, woo. man. So much Yo. fucking history in this. Man, probably have to break this one down into two, too. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we down. appreciate thank it, man. You, thank Yo. you for all the love. The stories have been great. Man. I know, man. Yo, let's. If we could talk for another couple. That's hours, what I'm saying, man. man. Like, I'll, I'll give you some mercy. <laughs> but no, people want to hear the stories. People want yeah, to maybe, hear. Yeah, maybe, maybe this is, if, this is if, what a podcast you know, is we, for. You know, maybe I'll stories. come back later because you know, there's more, you know, stories you forget about. Right, so right, right. Things that you're like, oh, I should have said that, or that one was good, or like, you know. But you know, in due time, you know, I hope you guys like this grows into something good for you because the city needs it, and Thank people you, man. need to hear these stories. And if it could be something where I come out, I'll come back in whatever time frame, like, oh shit, you guys, like, it's some next level. Like, that's, you know. Well, yo, we'll still, we'll still be here. We'll still be, be telling them stories. Yeah, like, when you, when you first watch it, it. It's, this is like that period when you first watch in the Trevis and you're like, right. oh, oh. And you're looking around. That's yeah, right. XM we're, series. So we're, yeah. we're at that stage now. We're, we're just coming in the door, we're looking around. Yeah, Yo, man, we're out of here. Views before the six, man. Views before the six, six, six. Peace. Yo, remember to find us, find us, find us. Where do you got to find us at? YouTube. I mean, well, you can find us on SoundCloud. That's right. Where else you can find us on the iTunes now. So, uh, you know, subscribe. It'll go right to your phone if you have an iPhone or an iPad or, or any iTunes. And like you say, most importantly, rates and comments. You know what I mean? So we're getting a lot of five stars, so we're doing something right, yo. Respect. We're out of here.